welcome to Break the Mold. Think of this podcast as a place where you can get your dose of inspiration, motivation, and a shift in mindset as we invite extraordinary industry leaders and have real raw conversations of how they broke the mold in their industry and share tips on productivity, health, wellness, and everything in between. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Jordana Fortaleza, founder of clean beauty brand, The Lifestyle Co. I am obsessed with everything self-care and have a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. With over a decade of valuable experience in business, I was inspired to launch The Life Academy. I am so excited to start this new journey with you. Hello everyone, I'm Diane Carante. I am a multifaceted publicist with a passion to elevate brands to their highest potential. My life mission is to never lose sight of your inner power. Tori Simeone Dietz, fitness expert and wellness influencer, breaks the mold in being vulnerable in sharing her postpartum experience and transitional journey through new mommyhood. Tori opens up on her career shifts from being the spotlight with dance and fitness to embracing the challenges and beauty and becoming a first-time mother. Tori shares her impactful platform with relatable and realistic experiences in hopes to inspire women and men going through postpartum and getting through it. Tori highlights for those getting into fitness and wellness to continue to put yourself out there and take the time to grow in finding your own voice. For the new moms and dads, along with anyone going through challenging transitions in life, as a gentle reminder, be thoughtful and kind to yourself, have patience with yourself, and take advantage to soak in every moment in any new beautiful chapter to reconnect with your body and soul to thrive forward. We are so grateful that you're on Break the Mold, Tori. Just want to get I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I followed you for a while. I love fitness and all those things too. So I'm I'm excited to dive into that part. We want to know a little bit about you, how you got started in your career in wellness and fitness. My journey that's taken me here has taken many pivots and turns and flip arounds and all of the things. So um, it's definitely been a journey to get to where I am right now. But it started, I was a professional dancer. I Way back when I was graduating high school, I decided that I was going to pursue dance as my career, and I moved into Manhattan. I was actually supposed to go to college. Many people don't know that, but I was supposed to go to college, and (laughs) I actually wound up signing with an agency and started getting jobs right away when I was 17 living in the city, Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stay here and pursue this. So I stayed in New York and pursued the dance career and I did lots of fun gigs here and there. I danced for artists when they were on the come up um, and it was just like a really fun time training in the city with all of my dance friends. And I did two of the shows that really like changed the course of my career. I did West Side Story. I got into the theater world and oh, I, I love was- that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so much fun. Absolutely loved it. I was Consuela, um, one of the shark girls. And it was just so great. I loved the show so much doing it in New York that I sat. I remember this. I was in my bed back at my parents' house and was Googling or like on backstage, one of the websites that you use when you're looking for auditions. I was like, I want to do the show again. So I'm going to make it happen. I found auditions for West Side Story in California. And I always wanted to see what it was like in California. And I was like, I'm going to go fly myself out for the audition and see what happens. So I flew out for this audition. The show did not pay a lot. And it was just one of those that when I got there, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, 
California is where I'm meant to be. And I'm going to book this job, which normally doesn't happen when you're a dancer, actress, anything in the industry. You you go in and you're like, I don't know, let's see. (laughs) Or you feel really good about the job and it doesn't come through, but there was something about it, this job. Oh, I'm about to book this. And like, things are, something's about to change. This is a turning point in my life. And it was, I, I did the job out in California. I lived on a friend's older brother's floor in their living room on an air mattress for three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just a really, like interesting adventure. And then from there, I started kind of getting into the world of fitness while I was doing the show. And I was met a lot of people in the fitness industry in LA. And I started teaching at Pure Bar while I also started dancing for the Clippers. And that kind of brought me on the trajectory that I am following now. I met a lot of my really good friends in the fitness world. I met my best friend, one of your good friends, Courtney, who also we kind of like did the dance and fitness world together. I just like all of my worlds kind of started blending dance and fitness. And I just really found a place in the fitness industry that lit me up and made me feel really good. And it felt like it was my purpose. So I followed that. And that's where I've been the past couple of years, teaching on different apps and teaching for myself on Torsim and just creating a community in the fitness and wellness space. And here I am now as a mom, tying it all together, just (laughs) living my life as a mom in the fitness and wellness space and sharing my day-to-day life and hopefully inspiring people. So that's my long-winded journey of twists and turns that have gotten me to where I am today. (laughs) Well, congrats about being a new mom. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congrats. I think that's so beautiful just because I can relate. Just I had also a dance and fitness background in the sense of like leaving your hometown and moving to a big city till you get signed by an agency and you go to all these auditions and you get booked to all these different things and you see like some sort of momentum with it. Mm -hmm. And then you hit like that sort of that time, that moment when you feel like a shift and you want to get into other things and you take that direction and that direction kind of like brings you to, you know, a bigger place. I noticed you actually from the Tone It Up app like a long time ago and I actually did your booty blast workouts. I remember. Yeah. yeah I love, cause I was like any workout that Tori does, I'm doing it. Ah. And it was, yeah, I thought, I thought of you as like one of the ones that on the trainers on that app as you know, there was an ab one that I really mm-hmm. enjoyed too, that you did. So mm-hmm. I'd always go back to like those two, but I, that's how I, I got that. to recognize you from. I so, love that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Tori. Oh yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk to her. I didn't know your dance background. So I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Cause I love that you did the more trained dancer part of that yeah. career. I came from hip hop and street dancing and oh, cool. just got picked. Yeah. just got picked up by different choreographers and like went to go audition for Janet and Brittany and those, that type of a world, wow. that pop, that pop dance world. Mm-hmm. So my, my path led me to LA and yours led to New York where I always thought yeah. that whole um, theatrical way was just so amazing and so different, but also like, a better, I think in a better sense than, than like the, uh, the music video auditioning world in the sense that you want to talk about, but just because yeah. that stage life, I think is so much more, I, I thought it was amazing. Like I could never, I could never bring myself to do it or live in Manhattan. And yeah, I always wanted to grind. Be for sure. yeah. It's a different kind of different. grind and takes yeah. a lot of perseverance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause then you like have to learn how to sing or do all these like other, um, Definitely. you have to be the full package, triple threat. Yeah. 
Yeah, and your training goes a lot more further where you have to always be in a ballet or some jazz class just to like upkeep that other performing type of thing. So, 100%. and I had booked, yeah. So I booked like different jobs too with theatrical dancers and I just saw their work so much harder than what mm -hmm. I had dealt with. So mm -hmm. I commend you for that because I had no idea that was part of your background before all the fitness. Yeah, stuff. really fun. <laughs> yeah. How did you pivot your career from, from having to work with other platforms like Tone It Up to kind of transitioning from your own and into your own platform and becoming an independent influencer and kind of having this whole new lifestyle? Yeah, well, I, Diane kind of hit on it. I feel like a lot of people resonated with my classes and, you know, people started to know me as Tone It Up Tori and I would notice that, I would go places like on vacation, on my honeymoon, all these things. And people knew who I was from teaching on the app. Um, and so I kind of made my own little community without even realizing it. And there just came a point where I was stepping into myself as an adult and as a trainer and just a person in this space. And it was time to just do my own thing and and take that community that I've made and be able to give them all of the classes that they love from me. So that's, it just kind of happened naturally that I outgrew the apps that I was teaching on and I was ready to be the one in control of everything that I was putting out and doing. So it, it really just happened naturally in that regard. And I think like stepping away from the dance world also happened naturally. I just felt, I felt more secure and myself and confident in the fitness world rather than having to go in and get criticized all the time in the dance yeah. world, you know, put down or, or have to prove myself all of the time or have to do, I don't know, just, yeah, you're always having to prove yourself or be told no, which I don't mind now. Like I, I'll still send in self tapes. I'll still do jobs. I love it, but I have a different relationship with it now where before it was like, I need this and I need this validation from the dance world. And it was just so freeing being in the fitness world and starting to have my own voice in the fitness world I was like, oh, I'm the one in control. And this doesn't happen all the time, especially yeah. as a dancer. You don't really get a voice. So it just felt really good to have my own voice and control of what I get to put out. I've seen that happen. Yeah. With you. Mm -hmm. like, you definitely have your own voice and you've built that whole community for yourself. So now that you're a mom, how are you kind of putting all of that together in your social life, your work life, your, um, you know, your mom and like your, your personal life and also like your marriage. How are you kind of tying all of this together in this newfound I'm, life of yours? I'm still figuring it all out. It's a lot. It's a, a lot to balance. I love my daughter Harper so much and I love being a mom, but I also love everything we just talked about. I right. love yeah. having my platform and my voice and I love working. I love having goals to work towards. So it's been a big learning curve of how to balance both things and stay present and just be present as a mom with my daughter while also nurturing all of these other parts of me that, you know, you hear it from every mom. It's like you, you change and become a different as you step into motherhood. So it's also kind of seeing like how my content and my fitness platform, every, how everything changes with me. Right. And make it um, accessible to my community where it's not jarring that everything has changed. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just been, I mean, I'm almost 10 months postpartum now. So it's been a roller coaster of figuring it all out. <laughs> um, you know, and like, I, I've noticed there are some people who are just like, this content isn't for me anymore. I'm not a mom and I can't relate. And I get that. And then there's other people who aren't moms and they still can relate because it's, 
in my eyes, what I'm sharing is really just a life transition. And we all go through life transitions in different ways. So I'm just showing how I'm navigating this life transition. And by looking at it that way and sharing from that perspective, it makes it easier to balance all of the things that you just mentioned. And <laughs> I mean, I love how transparent you are actually with yeah. your community. You're very open about all the things that's going on in your life and which I think that's why people are so gravitated towards you. Do you ever deal with shame or mom shame from other people when you're so open about your life like this? Uh, more so if we're talking straight up just social media. Yeah, on TikTok, people are not that nice on TikTok because you're just opening yourself up to the whole world. Um, and there are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. All right, just shared that and you're really making me feel bad about that one. <laughs> but thankfully, I love my community on Instagram so much. I feel like I actually don't get any mom shaming on Instagram, which is lovely because I hear how. Let's take a quick break and talk about the Lifestyle Co. Botanical Beach Mess. It has clean ingredients like aloe, lavender, and tea tree oil to help moisturize and hydrate your sun-drenched skin. Best part, it doubles as a natural toner and is a perfect accessory for summer. You can purchase it on thelifestyleco.com. That's life with a Y. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code for you. Break the mold for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. Not everyone is as lucky to have that. Um, so yeah, it's been really nice. I, I truly just connect with moms on Instagram and that's been really fun. But there is like trying to figure out, it's something I think about all the time is how much I want to share and be open okay. because I love being transparent in the moment. It, I, I've, I've been struggling with some postpartum anxiety, for instance, and I want to share about it while it's happening, not not sharing about it like from the other side of it. I want to be in it and share. But sometimes it's hard because you share that vulnerability and then all of a sudden yeah. the next day you're feeling good again and you're like, okay, wait, oh my gosh, sorry, I just shared that. That was a lot. Kind of feels dramatic now that it's out in the world. <laughs> and so it's this weird dichotomy of trying to figure out how to share and be vulnerable, even though every day is different and changing. So it's just keeping up with that. It's been something interesting that I've really been, I think about a lot. You know, you get feedback from it and you see like, oh, I'm so happy you shared that because I'm yeah. going through that same exact moment too. Because it does, you are re relating and it's not for everybody, maybe not, mm -hmm. but the ones that are like going through it, at least like they feel support and they see it, especially from someone that they they follow or they like look up to or they you know, however they've been with you on your own journey. Um, yeah, no, I, you... I definitely noticed that it resonates with people. That is a good reassurance of, okay, keep going, keep sharing what I'm sharing. But yeah, there is that little bit of self-doubt that always creeps in for when sure. you're that vulnerable on social media. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the postpartum part, just for anybody who doesn't understand what that is, if, if they're like, they have no idea what that is. Can you just kind of yeah. walk us through briefly? Yeah. So, I mean, it's so unique for every person. I, I, this is something I say all the time, but motherhood is the most relatable thing. There's so many moms, yeah. but it's also the most unique. Every single person is having a completely different experience. Um, so it really is, it can feel very isolating at times. And for me personally, I always wanted a baby, but I don't think I ever really thought about what that entails every single day. And I don't think you really know and can fully prepare until it until you have Happen. the baby and you see how much goes into it every day. But it was a quick switch. You know, I was on my bachelorette in Miami, <laughs> getting married on my honeymoon. And all of a sudden I was pregnant and we had a baby. And so it was almost like everything in my life changed at once. Everything mm -hmm. that Mike and I enjoyed doing together. We were in this phase of life of 
going out and just not a care in the world. And I was really just thinking about myself and my new husband, but also myself and my career. And so it, it was a big switch. Also, my life is about working out and my body. And just, so really just like every part of my life changed very quickly. And that I think really hit me after the first couple months where I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Everything I used to has changed. And that was really hard for me to cope with. And then on top of that, there's hormones right. going crazy. Yeah. So my hormones are going crazy and I'm someone who I've always had hormones that have given me anxiety around my period, around whatever, whenever my hormones are out of whack, I'm getting anxiety or I'm feeling kind of low. And so now you add that together with postpartum hormones that are going crazy. It was just a lot. There were days where I was feeling very low and some people have postpartum anxiety in the way that they're anxious about the health and well-being of their baby or they're scared to leave their baby. And that, that wasn't the kind of anxiety I had. I had anxiety about how to keep up with life while mm-hmm. having a baby and just feeling this like overwhelming pressure of staying relevant, but also this pressure that everyone puts on you of like, no, stay in the moment. Your baby's not going to be little forever. <laughs> so it felt just like this crippling pressure of how do I stay present and be with my baby and how do I stay relevant and make content and keep working towards all of the goals that I have for myself. And it was almost paralyzing. And it's an interesting thing for anyone that's never been postpartum. The only way I can explain this is if you get a monthly cycle and you're about to get your period, when you have your hormones hitting you, there is a release that happens. (laughs) All of a sudden you're like, ah, okay, I got my period. The hormones are done. PMSing is over. You don't yeah. get when you're postpartum. So it just feels like you. You're just like, well, this can't be hormones because this is just what I feel like every day. There's a, this thing that happens maybe every couple of months. Your hormones are kind of changing and readjusting and trying to balance out. So I would notice that like, oh, something changed. Okay, I feel a little better this month. That's weird. And I would start to realize like, oh my gosh, this is my hormones. <laughs> and not to put everything on hormones, but it, it, your hormones are going crazy and it really adds to all of the pressure that you're feeling. <laughs> and it makes you feel kind of nuts a little bit. You just have to be really, really, really patient with yourself and let them even out because that's kind of where like you'll start to be able to breathe, which is where I'm at now. Yeah. Nine and a half months postpartum. And I'm finally like, oh, okay. My hormones are evening out. I get it now. (laughs) This is why you have to be patient with yourself. Yeah. Now, new mom listeners also that are probably maybe going through the same thing. Like what Mm -hmm. has helped you kind of get through these past nine and a half months? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being open with my partner has been everything. Even when I'm being a hormone monster (laughs) and maybe not communicating as nice as I want to be. I say everything to my husband. Um, and that's been so helpful. It just like, he needs to know what's going on because if I hold it inside, I'm just going to get so resentful. And I, I would try it. Mm -hmm. I tried that in the beginning that did not work. So, um, communicating, which I mean, should be doing that anyway, even if we're not postpartum, but especially postpartum so much is different and so much is on the mom that that your partner just can't understand. So you have to communicate with it, um, with everything that you're feeling. You just have to. And I mean, I went to therapy. I got myself moving every day outside in the sunshine, no matter 
even if I didn't want to, even if I was tired or didn't want to go <laughs> move my body, I did it because I knew I would feel better. And even if you don't feel better in that exact moment in that day, over time, doing these daily habits, that's why daily habits and routines are so important. Over time, you'd be I would start to feel better. I'd be like, okay, I did this every day this week. And at the end of the week, I actually feel a little better because I meditated and went to therapy and got outside and all of the things. Yeah really just staying consistent with all of the things you know are good for you, even when you don't want to do them in the moment. I think you speak very highly on like doing all these things just to keep, just to keep not even just your sanity, but just like, so that your body really go with that transition and move like through it with your emotions and your hormones and like just those phases. Cause those first that first year, just even being friends with first time moms too, is just, I see them go through all those changes and those critical times. Like it's, I, and it's hard because you have to do it yourself and like not, you can't depend on, even if you have the best partner in the world, you have to make sure you have your own understanding and that your body can get through it. And I do feel for, for everyone that goes through it. Cause it, it's, it's hard. Like it's not just about being a mom, but you gotta like get yourself back and, your own happiness and, you know, and I think it's about giving yourself the grace and the patience and to really slow down. I, I I feel like everyone tells you this and, or at least everyone told me this and I kept being like, okay, yeah, but I, yeah. I'm fine. I want to get back to myself or get back to whatever it is I wanted to get back to. And I look back even on photos now and I'm like, oh, I sh- could have done nothing for the first, however many months and it's okay. Slow yeah. down. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like a reminder for myself moving forward through this. It's like, slow down. There's no urgency to get everything back to normal or back to running or whatever it is. You don't have to hit the ground running. You just had a baby. And it's, yeah. as I just said, there's a lot going on. So be patient and slow down and just be in the moment. That's perfect, babe. I'm glad that you, yeah. that awareness, you know, mm-hmm. in, in kind of navigating through your emotions. Well, also being a new mom and how has your relationships around you, has that changed? Like friendship, mm-hmm. people in your circle or just obviously there's different priorities now in your life. So how's that looking and how are you navigating through your relationships around you? Yeah. Well, the biggest one was with Mike. I feel like we went through a whole roller coaster the first couple of months and we're coming out on the other side of it, feeling stronger than ever. And that makes me really happy because there were definitely moments in my dark hormonal days that I was like, oh my gosh, do we hate each other? What happened? But there's just so much going on those first couple of months where I didn't really realize or give much thought to how overwhelmed Mike was during this time too, that he wasn't able to vocalize and he didn't even realize how overwhelmed he was. I heard that there's like dad postpartum too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone wants to be like, oh, of course, dad, like, no, that it's, but like men have it too. We We were actually just talking about this the other day, how like I had a baby in my body for nine months. The second I found out there's a baby inside of my body, my whole, everything changed for me. And I had to be like, okay, I'm having a baby. And now I have nine months to understand that. Where for a guy, they're like, okay, I'm having a baby. And then they go through their day. They don't have a belly. They don't have like a human inside of them to remind them every day (laughs) that they have to take care of a baby. So they have these, this nine months go by where they're kind of like, no, yeah, I know I'm having a baby, but okay. And they go on. And then all of a sudden a baby's here and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) you know where us as women we're like well yeah we've been preparing for this every single day watching my belly grow taking care of my body they just don't have to do that so it's funny how 
it took that same amount of time. You know, we're at nine months now and now Mike is thriving. He's like, okay, I got it. Like I have this bond with her now. I get the routine. We're good. It just took him a little longer because he didn't have to think about it all day, every day. Yeah. As I did. You have to go through the body changes or like those type of internally different things that could happen to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was a really interesting one. And it's been like very, yeah, it's just been very interesting. The patience that we've had to have with each other and the open communication and, and the working through some resentment when I'm breastfeeding and he can't help or all of those things. It's just been such a big learning couple of months with each other in our relationship. So that's been really cool. And then with all of my friends, I feel like I'm the first one in my friend group that's had a baby. There's one other friend and that's been fun that we had each other, but we're not necessarily in the same friend group. So in my friend group, I'm the first one. And it's been pretty awesome because all of my friends have really stepped up to be there for me when I was struggling the past couple of months. They are being such great aunties to Harper. I feel like all of my relationships have kind of gotten stronger. Nobody, at least not yet, is is annoyed by me sending photos of my baby all the time. And even though I've changed and I'm in a new place of life. I feel like my relationships are only just getting stronger. And that might be because I've been so open and vulnerable that it's given space. If you don't want to be there for me while I'm open and vulnerable, then we can go our separate ways. But it's given a chance for everyone to either step up or not and like be a part of this new chapter of my life. And I feel like all of the friends that I love and would want to be to be a part of this new chapter have really been there for me and my baby. And our new family. That's amazing. Yeah, that's exciting. And then when they have their time, they like know that they can talk to somebody like you. Yeah. You know, be there with them. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. So how are you and Mike from here, you know, now that you have a family, how are you guys adjusting to the new life? Like being parents, are you guys having date nights and what's your lifestyle like now? And is there any, like how, as you, as a fitness person, are you guys working out together or are you still Mm -hmm. like trying to go back to like your fitness life and how you incorporate your healthy eating and those type of things? I feel like everything that I'm answering, it's just like the past month or two, everything has kind of gotten on this, like got the wheels back on and we're kind of back into a routine. For a while, there was a lot of takeout. (laughs) Wasn't, Wasn't a lot of working out. While I was breastfeeding, I realized that it was taking a lot of my energy. I didn't notice it as much while it was happening, but I just recently weaned breastfeeding and all of a sudden, I'm mm. like, wow, I'm working out a lot more and I'm working <laughs> out a lot more intense and I can like jump again. And and the girls have gone down inside yeah. and like all of a sudden I have this energy because I'm not feeding another human every three hours around the clock. Mm-hmm. So that's been awesome just to have some more energy for myself to do things that I love to do. So definitely getting back into a workout routine. Funny enough, my husband and I never really work out together. We just like to do different kinds of workouts, even though we've been together like seven years. But this week, he let me train him in the gym. So we're starting a new oh, chapter where we work out together. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I love that, though, at the same time. Like, yeah, seeing that side of you, you know, like, like totally. tapping into that I- other side, like as a as a fitness, like uh trainer, coach, mm-hmm. that kind of a personality come out of you. Yeah. So that's been really fun. We've been going to the gym together. We've been making our meals at home. Um, It's been cute to watch. My husband isn't really 
he doesn't like to cook. That's just not his thing. Um, he's someone who's like, I'll order out anytime. I'm not asking you to cook, but I don't want to cook. And he's in this <laughs> new chapter. I feel like he's really just embracing his new, the new dad era that he's in. He's in the kitchen cooking for us now. Um, so oh, that's cool. that's, is he good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing great. He's made, his specialty is an egg sandwich right now. Um, oh, perfect. You know, not to call him out. He did burn one of my pans because he's learning, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, we, we're so that's been fun. Um, he's been in the kitchen cooking for us. We're back to like eating healthy at home, which is fun. Um, and yeah, we're we're in a cute little routine where we go play pickleball. He golfs. We have like baby swim classes. We're really embracing this like family era now. <laughs> and we love that for you, babe. Yes. Yeah. We want to know what are some of the key takeaways you want to, you know, say to our listeners that are, that are in the same position as you, or, you know, maybe they're pregnant and they're going to be mm-hmm. going into this new journey of motherhood who are also influencers or anybody who is wanting to get into the fitness influencing game. Ooh, well, the first thing is to not be afraid to share your voice. It's scary at first on social media to put yourself out there. But once you do that and you stay true to yourself and you figure out the reason that you're there to put out your voice, not just to gain followers or whatever, the real reason that you want to connect and grow a community to stick with it and keep going and don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Things take time. So if you're looking at someone that has a million followers and but has been in this world for the past 10 years, you just can't compare yourself. It takes time to grow a community and really figure out how to put your voice out there. So if you feel passionate about doing that, stick with it and do it. And there, you know, I hear things about fitness being oversaturated or whatever it may be. And if that's just not true, if you love it and you have a passion for it, go for it because there's always space and there's always room and nobody has the same voice that you do. So don't ever be afraid, put yourself out there and at least try and see what happens. And for my moms out there or anyone that's a new mom, just have patience with yourself and try and soak in every moment of this new chapter. I feel like everybody says that and you kind of brush people off, but it really is such a beautiful time to reconnect with yourself. And like I said, reconnect with your partner in a new way, uh, reconnect with everybody in your life in a new way. And I feel like this is a big theme of what we're talking about today, but just finding your voice in this new chapter. I feel like I've really gotten confident in all of the things that I like to do and my opinions and feeling very strong in my voice after growing a human and birthing a human, which is a really fun, fun place to be in, not questioning myself Mm -hmm. as much. And I think that's just something really important for everybody. Trust yourself. You're, you're an amazing woman. And yeah, this is a beautiful chapter. Love we it. love everything you just said right there. <laughs> Where can everyone find you and what's next for you? Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Tor Sim and on TikTok. I'm Tori Simeone on TikTok. I share like very raw everything, just videos right now. I'm doing, um, talking about my weaning process. So we're going day by day on what it was like weaning from breastfeeding. So that's really fun. And I'm just kind of open and honest over there. I'm open and honest everywhere, but I feel like TikTok, I'm really, (laughs) really giving it. Um, And you can check out my website, torsim.com. I teach fitness for Viore Clothing on their Active Club on Monday mornings. I teach on Amazon Live on Thursday mornings. 
And what else? I'm working on some really fun postpartum things that are going to be coming soon. I don't know how soon, but they're coming. (laughs) Working on um, some stuff for YouTube and some other fun secret things. So look out for that. You can subscribe to my newsletter. I'll pitch here, you guys. We're definitely going to be keeping an eye out on all those things, Tori. I think that you as a mom is such a beautiful new era. You're glowing. I see that you're glowing on the other side of it. And I think that this next chapter for you is just going to, it's just going to expand you even more. So we're really excited to see that new chapter. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, you guys. This was so much fun. I know. Thanks, Tori. It was amazing. Thanks, guys. Bye. Catch new episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast as we invite new industry leaders on how they break the mold. Also, make sure to visit us online at breakthemold.com for updates and follow us on Instagram at breakthemold underscore podcast.